Welcome to Let's Talk Ed and Zahi. We are talking about whether or not community colleges, two-year colleges, have a graduation problem. Do they? Yes. Let's preface it by this is the area where we've been working for, for quite some time, the two of us. So it's not intended as a knock on anyone. But to get to the meat of your question, yes. You know, when yeah. we look at the national statistics, it shows that we do have issues. Right. You, you look at those national statistics and two-year colleges uh, overall across the board, that graduation rate, about 33%. Now, you compare that to four-year colleges and universities, it's 64%. And you know, right away that, that value proposition that, that colleges make, that you come here, you get these skills, you, you get your degree. Uh, just looking at those raw numbers kind of puts that into question, especially if you don't know the full context. It does, it does. But let's put it in the context, even the best context, and this is where the detractors of higher education across the nation uh, may have it right, is it doesn't matter. You know, when you have 33.5%, it means 66.5% are not finishing. How do you like them apples? I mean, how, how does it make you feel? You know, it's, it's not even half full. It's a third full. Yeah, and it's one of those, you know, as administrators, we've talked about this. We've been fortunate enough where we've worked for institutions, uh, you know, one in particular where the graduation rate was much higher than that. Uh, yeah. And well, those might be aberrations, though, right? In order to get the average so low, it means you've got some that are super high, some high, and some that are pretty close to northern Alaska. Right. And, you know, some of that context, you look at two-year colleges um, versus a four-year college. You know, at two-year colleges, one of the, the factors in this is not everyone at a two-year college is a degree-seeking student. Uh, you know, you have course enrollees for somebody that, uh, you know, me, for example, I'm taking guitar lessons. I'm not seeking to get a degree in that. I'm doing that because it's something that I want to do. Uh, conceptually, I'm driving down that graduation rate because I'm taking a class for credit, but I'm not working toward that degree. Um, you know, you have workforce ed people that are coming in, they're taking classes related specifically to a job that they are doing. And again, they are not, somebody that is looking to be, you know, earning a degree or certificate. So you have students like that that are, you know, conceptually, again, driving that graduation rate down, but they're getting valuable skills that they need. Yes. Or in my case, I'm just doing something fun. Uh, both are both are very valid uh, reasons to engage in, in learning. Um, those skill builders, you call them corollaries, they're coming in for building, to build their skills using a course, two, three, however. This is why we 
perhaps would be better off thinking about, rather than thinking about degrees and certificates, thinking about those, the stackability of the credentials. You know, this is where those micro-credentials, the badges and what have you, can can come in. Uh, because yes, those numbers uh, that we just rattled off don't tell the full story. With that said, though, when we look at differences between uh, women and men, uh, you know, uh, between the genders, this, there's a significantly higher percentage of women that uh, graduate. If we look at the um, ethnic distribution by race, we'll notice that especially especially African-Americans and, and Native Americans uh, who, who we need to support and provide uh, stepping stones and, and springboards to, we're, you know, they're not getting there as fast as uh, the white and, and Asians. Um, but still, on the whole, we're talking 33 and, and a half percent. So those differences, you know, each one is very valuable, each individual. And when you put it at the national level, you're talking about tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands. Right. And, and I think it really calls to the importance of having, you know, all of these support services in place for students. Um, you know, everybody talks a lot about retention and the importance of retention. Um, and there's no question it's an important thing, but that is a single component of what you need. Um, you know, community colleges, two-year colleges are often bringing in students that have other needs. You know, they may be coming from a more impoverished background, for example. They they may be, you know, more first-generation college students. You know, they have all of these different factors that those all need to be addressed in order to help them, you know, get to that that goal of graduation. Yes, and if I'm not mistaken, the students who are coming in on a part-time basis have a less of a chance to finish on time mind you those graduation numbers that we gave are in one and a half time the the length of the program of study so in a community college that where it's two years it's a three-year uh, set of data and in a four-year institution it's a six-year data set so uh, with that said it's it's perhaps uh, widely known that full-time students are likelier to finish. But, you know, there's a reason why we see more non-traditional students and more first-generation from uh, underrepresented groups in community colleges is because they may not be able to go full bore. They might need to work. They might have dependents. They probably are, are returning uh, adults, incumbent workers, whatever the situation is. Absolutely. And I think one of the things, too, you know, to, to kind of further put all this in context, um, you know, yes, there's an issue where only about a third of our students are graduating, but don't make that, don't make the mistake that that means the quality of education at a community college is less than that of a four-year institution. Um, you know, there's a lot of context to the numbers. It's, but 
you know, there are excellent degree and certificate programs at community colleges all over the United States. Absolutely. And, it's, it's, yeah. not, it's not necessarily a question of the quality of instruction. It's perhaps a reflection of the quality of services we, we use to support the students or their, their availability. But candidly, if we look at 64% graduation at the four year, we still have over a third of the students who are not graduating. Do you mm -hmm. want to go to uh, have a surgery that's 64% likely to succeed and, and not think twice about it? Right, yeah. Uh, so, you know, overall, there, there's something that needs to be done. And, you know, you put that in comparison, high school graduation rate is above 85%. So, um, you know, high schools are... are getting out almost nine and 10 of their students. Uh, whereas the, you know, four year schools, it's two and three, two of three. So, uh, you know, the, those are dropping, but there's context for all of it. And as we keep exploring this, we're going to talk more about what to do about this problem. And, you know, if we could wave a, a magic wand, what would happen? So, if you enjoy topics like this, be sure and like our channel. Uh, you can ring the bell down below on YouTube after you subscribe, and you'll get notifications when we post new content. And of course, we are available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms as well. So for Dr. Zahi Atala, I'm Chris Ford. We'll see you next time right here on Let's Talk Ed.